Welcome to Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between, the podcast from Bespoke Family. I'm Bex. And I'm Claire. Thanks for joining us as we tackle the ups and downs of life with children, helping you to get the best out of your time together. No rules, no judgment, just guidance. So grab a cuppa and let's get started with today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about Christmas. So, do you like Christmas, Claire? I do like Christmas. Not sure I like it as much as some people. I know. Some people on Facebook and Instagram you see ages before Christmas, don't you? Mm -hmm. Countdowns and you're like, oh my goodness. But actually, when you look at the countdown, you think, actually, perhaps I should start doing some Christmas shopping. We know someone who... As soon as Halloween is finished, mm-hmm. that's the trigger for the Christmas decorations to go up. Go up? Yeah, the Christmas tree goes in. Oh, I couldn't do that. Christmas tree decorations, the whole lot. No, I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my children, they, they always get cross because they always say their friends have got their decorations up, etc. And we don't actually put ours up until the week before. <laughs> Bar humbug. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about children, emotions, behaviour around Christmas and, you know, starting off with that build up Mm. that, you know, people starting really early, that gets, I mean, it gets us a bit like, doesn't Mm. it? But with children. However, I just want to point out, you are someone who does start their Christmas shopping quite early christmas shopping but do you know what though it's not like oh i'm so excited to start my christmas shopping it's oh my goodness i have got this humongous list that i just need to tick off i know but i i also have a humongous list but i just don't write the list until much closer (laughs) granted it is a bit then of a panic but you've been known to like get a couple of presents in summer september yeah Mm. I think summer might be a little bit too early. That's because the birthday. Yeah, the birthdays. The birthday. Everybody's my birthday and the twins' birthday for people who don't know. All and on the same husband. day. Then I have my husband two weeks later, and I have my dog two weeks earlier. So we're all, all and then yours, obviously. Claire. Don't forget me. <laughs> we're all August birthdays, and so we have to get that out of the way before we start thinking about Christmas. But. Um, yeah. yeah. But you know, but then as soon as birthdays are over, my son in particular is, so now I've had all that for my birthday, this is what I would like for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, isn't it? And Christmas adverts start early, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> activities in nurseries. And, and of course, because schools break up a little bit before Christmas, they are doing all their Christmas things. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, before Christmas Day has even come on us Mm -hmm. how do you manage that excitement and you know that whole when's it coming when's it coming when's it coming because children have no sense of time do they no so they're a bit like 25th of december what does that mean and why that day yeah yeah. why do why does it there's a whole other (laughs) question as in why can't it be in november why can't why do we all have to wait for Mm. this one day Which is massively built up. There's, you know, all the Christmas adverts. The, you know, you go into shops and it's all the Christmas stuff. It's just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you don't 
want to not let them be excited about it my goodness if that's you know your beliefs and that's what you will celebrate then you know you want them to be excited it's something that we have memories of mm-hmm. as children and so you don't want to tell them not to think about it and da, 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 yeah. da. but it is also being really aware that and i think this is you know maybe more personal from but it's such a big lead up to mm-hmm. one day mm-hmm. and i think there's so much pressure on a one day mm-hmm like enjoying ourselves and liking what everyone gets and you know having a nice meal and having this and having that so it's not even just no there's not it's pressure just pressure across everybody for this one day that for some people takes months and months of preparation yeah and then it's done and then and then if it isn't then the disappointment is massive isn't it huge and i think and the guilt yeah. God, blimey, we're cheery, aren't we? I know. But, but it is. True. It's a lot of pressure on parents as well. And, and I think there's an element where, you know, if these are your firsts as such. So, you know, if you have your first child and, you met, you know, and they've got to maybe two, three, four, five years old and these Christmases become, they get excited and you really get invested. You know, Christmas is very much about children, isn't mm, it? A lot it of is. it. And even if you have another baby and everything else, these are all kind of exciting moments. And again, it's about making memories. There's Mm. this pressure that we make memories at Christmas. And, you know, I know so many of my friends who have wanted Christmas Day to be perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that we see all this stuff on, you know, the table decorations and the nice meal and you get dressed up and mm. you know everybody's sitting around the table smiling, smiling at each other happy, yeah. <laughs> and you know no one's arguing and all of those sorts of things and I'm you know I know one of my friends really wanted like this massively special Christmas day and had kind of thought about it in her head of how it was going to be it, yeah. and it didn't go how they planned it just went like a normal mm-hmm. you know but that's the thing isn't it, it there is, is only so much you can do to make it magical yes and um bearing in mind it, it's a roast dinner ultimately she says but i know it comes <laughs> with a lot more than that yes claire it's yeah. a lot more than that I says know. someone who has to cook it for <laughs> however many says people. i'm really lucky because <laughs> i have both my mum and um james's mum who are brilliant at that stuff um but it is that it's a roast dinner. It is a roast dinner, yeah. And that suddenly there's more pressure on that. And mm-hmm. if and on that on that particular Christmas day, that didn't even go right. No. Because obviously everyone's using their cooker. So all those things mm-hmm. came into play and then it was just it felt like it was a big mm-hmm. kind of letdown and it's so sad. But then since then, they've really relaxed on Christmas Day and actually made it much more simple for themselves. Yeah, that's good. And actually gone, you know what? Just have a nice relaxation. Enjoy it, let the children have fun, to put no pressure on it. Um, and we've even got other friends who don't even cook a roast dinner on Christmas Day. They actually order a Indian takeaway on Christmas Eve. Wow. And then they put it in the fridge yeah. safely, obviously. Yeah. Don't know food guidelines um but <laughs> just putting that out there before anyone follows this um and then they um have it on christmas day oh that's good and, and then so there's no, no pressure is there no. yeah that's nice 
Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. And that's, I think, what, um, you know, we've said before, haven't we, that every Christmas is individual to yeah. the family. And obviously we'll talk a little bit about our own Christmases and how they work and and then that's okay you know mm -hmm. if you've got a different christmas and a different everybody's got their own little traditions and things that yeah. they do and that's the lovely thing about it isn't it mm -hmm. but going back to how yes. do you prepare how do you prepare children i think it's being really honest with them so again it's age dependent but kind of explaining the time so it's a long time we've got, you know, it might be, it depends again what you celebrate and what you don't celebrate, but it might be saying, actually first we've got Halloween or we've got fireworks, and then we have, and kind of give them the stages and then it's like, actually we get to Christmas and then we've got this and you'll finish school or you'll mm -hmm. finish nursery, but talk to them about it because ultimately if you see everything Christmas everywhere, that's you all think you start thinking You think about. it is Christmas. Yeah. And actually, maybe that's... So you've said before about preparing children for what's coming next, even with visual prompts. Yeah. So you could even make a little calendar, couldn't you? And yep. With a little picture, obviously, like you say, depending on their age, a little mm -hmm. picture of this is where Christmas is and this is what's got to happen before Christmas. Mm -hmm. But I think what's important, and this is what I find quite hard is that actually quite often the build-up is more enjoyable than the day, not more enjoyable, but there's more of it, isn't there? There's yeah. more things to do. So you have almost more fun in the build-up. Then you have the build-up, and then and we'll talk about that as well. Then then what? Mm. Then it's finished and, you know, you've all finished. So, yeah. you know, it's over. But So maybe maybe it's about making the most of that, yeah. that build-up. And being and, realistic that... You know, don't dragging it out for too long. So if you're going to do that build-up for our little ones, it might only be that you look at December being that build-up. Yeah. Yes, it might. they might see things, they might talk about it, but it's like, oh, yeah, but we've got all of this first. And, you know, again, it depends on what you, you know, your beliefs are. But if you are kind of it, talking about Father Christmas, it's like, oh, he's got so much work to do. He's got so many children to make toys. We've got a bit of a longer wait until he comes and we know that we find it tricky to wait mm. for things but just giving them those messages that it's it's going to happen mm -hmm. but realistically it's not going to be happening because the father christmas bit is the most exciting bit isn't it for some children <clears throat> for some children of course yeah. yeah and not for others yeah you know they like the idea of mm. someone bringing them of course presents. yeah i mean there's that whole thing isn't there yeah we but, tell them don't talk to strangers. And then we say, and by the way, in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. Father Christmas is going to come down And he doesn't chimney. even come in the door. He doesn't even no. knock and we unlock the door. He comes no. down your chimney. But then again, one of my goddaughters absolutely was petrified and got herself worked up about Christmas oh, happening because, because of scared. Father Christmas oh. coming in the house without her knowing. So the deal was that Father Christmas knew this and understood. So he would leave the presents on the door and he'd do a little knock and that's what daddy would hear and daddy would go down and get the presents in oh and so i've heard of people saying yeah they they just left them in the garage or they put mm -hmm. them yeah they don't worry they've left them in the porch type yeah. thing he's not going to come in no yeah because that's really and then you get these these um apps don't you where you can actually take a photograph of father christmas mm -hmm. by your uh, fireplace or, yeah and the other thing is well, if you don't have a chimney yeah that's it so you have to be creative on well we had um 
See, this is the weird thing, isn't it? Like, I'm now I'm thinking about this. Because we have got a fireplace, but they know that you, there's there's no chimney to it. You know, it's a... Mm-hmm. And um, so we had a key that we just hung on the inside of the door. And you're like, but then... <laughs> but it's a magic key that only Father Christmas <laughs> can use. It's sort of... You end up with these massive stories that go on forever. And then... You start going, well, what did I say last year? Yeah. I can't remember. And you, you have to be really on board with your story. <laughs> you do. Because your story has to be what you continue. It does, yeah. Because they really You're like, well, no, it. but last year you said that Father Christmas could only use that key, but now we haven't got a key. Yeah. Ooh, we lost it. Um, so what's he going to do? What's he going to do? How are we going to solve this, you know, little <laughs> conundrum? So the build-up, the parties, the activities, you know, we enjoy those. It's, you know, they're lovely. And I, yeah, I would just say, be aware that there's mixed emotions. So actually this real excitement that we want them to feel and everything else can then very quickly lead to a bit of a sense of overwhelm or just over-excitement. Mm-hmm. And actually then it, you know, we can see tears or we can see them getting frustrated or upset because actually it's not necessarily that they're sad about the whole process or the party that they've been to or whatever it's just a lot and that can be disappointing for us then can't it because like you go to so we used to go to Longleat and see on the train and see Father Christmas Mm -hmm. and sometimes you'd see children just getting I mean actually my two luckily for once they didn't they were fine with it Mm -hmm. but you see some children like completely because sometimes that's really early you go to see Father Christmas places Mm -hmm. like that and you could see it and it was like and you could see the parents like oh my goodness we planned this it's you know been and it's a real These disappointment. These photos that were going to be taken and yeah, going to be given screaming. to grandparents like this is a memory, and it's like oh, the first time Amy met Amy and Ben met Father Christmas, they screamed <laughs> like properly screamed, and you're like, so I've got pictures of Father Christmas mm-hmm. with them screaming, but it's not how you imagine it. No, and it's not what you want. It's quite a lot. Mm. It's someone dressed up in a red suit. You know, if you're going to go asking you to sit on their knee, yeah, um, and asking you questions it's and there's lots of people normally and there's elves and there's this and there's that it's quite an stimulation overload it's it, there's a lot of going on yeah and weirdly i think they sense our want for it to be anticipation yeah yeah and so they kind of pick up on our vibes mm-hmm. and it's and they don't necessarily understand our vibes so we're a little bit like oh, what is going on and why are we here and what is this and then some of them get the hang of it. Some of them don't necessarily enjoy that. It's a bit like anything, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Some, so I think always understand that you could have a huge range of emotions mm-hmm. over this period, which you can any time, but sometimes they might just need a bit of a break from Christmas mm-hmm. talk because they're getting it going everywhere. So it might just be having some time at home and just not doing christmas activities in the lead up or yeah but also talking to them and going this is really tricky isn't it you know you're so excited but it's really tricky because it's taking a long time or there's a lot going on all those sorts of things so again always come back to that emotional Mm -hmm. connect with them on this is a bit tricky and i understand why yeah yeah so of course we go through the build-up and then we get to christmas eve Mm mm-hmm 
and it's at fever pitch. Yeah. <laughs> For and all of us. It's like, yeah, everybody's like you're perhaps getting the final things ready for guests coming the next day. Mm -hmm. You've got children to get ready for bed. You've got stockings potentially to put out, presents to put out ready for the morning. You've got to wait till the children are asleep. It's all just a lot. Um, So how do you get them to bed and to sleep with that anticipation? Well, you have to be realistic that it might not go quiet as you would have it every other night of the year. It's a bit like a pre-birthday excitement. It is. Some children are like that, pre-birthdays. Me. You especially, and still now. So, <laughs> I a grown adult, how do we expect children to? <laughs> um, but I think looking at how can you, how can you make Christmas Eve nice and relaxing but also embracing the fact it's Christmas the next day. So it might be that you, you know, there are these, the whole Christmas Eve boxes that seem mm. to have become a really big thing recently. Actually, it doesn't have to be a big grand gesture like that, but it might be that it's a new pair of pyjamas um, and that it's a film that they watch and you watch a Christmas film, but you all sit together because obviously babies aren't really going to know what's coming so you continue your normal routine for them Mm -hmm. but if they are slightly older and you can sense they're really excited it might be just sitting down and doing that but it's then also putting if you want to put things out for father christmas and the reindeers and all those sorts of things Mm -hmm. but not doing that just as you're going to bed right okay like you know still have maybe do that and then have an element of your bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. And understand that you might just need to take that little bit longer at that bedtime routine. So it might be that you calm things down a little bit more, that it's kind of maybe that extra story. Again, they can be Christmas stories, mm-hmm. but it's just trying as much as possible to just bring the tempo down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just explaining what's going to happen and that, you know... You understand they're really excited, but if they don't have their sleep, then they're going to be a bit grumpy tomorrow, and then that's going to, you know... Because the whole thing is, Father Christmas won't come if you're awake. Yeah. And that's like... And you you do find yourself saying it, and then you're like... And they're like, I want to stay away, I want to see him. But we've all been there. Oh, yeah. All been there. I still wonder. I'm like, where does he come in? (laughs) (laughs) And so... It's completely and utterly natural. And I think, again, don't have great expectations Mm -hmm. that they're going to go to sleep and that you're going to get a full night's sleep Mm. and that they're not going to wake up at two o'clock in the morning. Because It's quite funny, though. Richard's mum and dad always say that they used to be, like, sitting on the stairs. They'd be awake at, like, four o'clock in the morning. They'd be so excited, the parents. (laughs) And they would be waiting and... Rich and Carolyn would be asleep. <laughs> really? And they'd be like, come on, I wanna, we want to start. Which is so Aww. funny, it's so sweet. But I'm, no, I'm not like that. We, we normally wait for Ben to... Amy's awake at, like, goodness knows what time. We always have to wait for Ben to wake yeah. up. But it's funny, isn't it? Because some parents are awake and they're, like, so excited and their child's just slept in because they're just like, yeah. nah. Well, because they're, yeah, it's weird. And, and you so, just don't ever know which way it's going to no, go, do you? And, you know, <clears throat> so many people talk about the fact that two o'clock in the morning, they're literally bouncing on the bed like, yeah. here we go. Um, and it's just, 
again, kind of going to them, I know you're super excited. Well, especially have... if they've got a presence at the end of their mm. bed. You, know, you don't know. Your father you know. Christmas has been by this point. Yeah, exactly. And I think, again, go to bed with a plan. Yeah. If you have that 2am wake up, what is your plan? Mm. And it might be going, look, it's still the middle of the night, but it is really exciting. And it might be that you say, no, it's back to bed. Again, personal choice. Um, But it might be saying, okay, we can open two or three things. And here are our things. Let's do that. And so it's, in a way, a release for them. So, okay, yeah. But, again, it's personal choice. Again, this comes back down to, you know, kind of going, what feels right for us as a family? Mm but having realistic expectations mm-hmm. or if you think that your child is going to do that then don't put the presents at the end of the bed maybe oh, no he hasn't been yet then it's like a whole yeah you know you have to kind of or you find a place where like you said father christmas has mm. left them. mine was never in my bedroom mm. or mine is still not in my bedroom no um mine was always in a, another room yeah mine because we used to have stockings, so like big football socks full of um, presents, and they would be on the end of our bed or yeah. on our, maybe on our door sometimes actually. So maybe on hanging on our yeah. door. So yeah, perhaps they weren't. No, I think they were. Because I remember, you know how you have those memories and you kind of remember this. He- it was light on your feet, mm-hmm. and then you felt this heavy. But I would, I would kind of not want to open it till the morning. So I. I would like try and go back to sleep because I wanted it to be in the morning. That really doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear. Okay, um, so the whole Christmas Eve thing is quite uh, because then, if they do wake up early or if they are awake through the night, that potentially knocks on to Christmas does. Day and mm-hmm. being really, really tired. Yep, but don't overcomplicate Christmas Day. Hmm. If you've got young children, mm-hmm. think about the fact that you could have broken night's sleep um, and or an early start and all mm-hmm. those sorts of things. And I think so many people talk about, you know, they have all these grand plans and they want to have these lovely meals and they have people coming over. And again, mm-hmm. that's what Christmas is all about. But the person who's in charge of the cooking, mm-hmm. which typically, you know, ends up being one main person, feels like they miss out. Mm-hmm. And I that is what I hear so much. Yeah, you do. From um, friends is they're going from the kitchen back into the sitting room to watch the children. Play with one of their toys or yeah, open or a present. Open a present or the conversation, you know. And, and you're there for a minute and then you have to go back and check yeah, the and I think yeah. that can be quite difficult. So again, thinking about, you know, how does your day look? Not to the point where you're planning every... No. Like, but actually, when do you open presents? What's your, what's your family tradition on that? Is yeah, so it, we're completely different. Well, are, are we different? Yeah, yeah. So, we, so we had... Um, because my dad's a vicar, and so obviously Christmas is quite busy, <laughs> um, Dad was literally... He'd be left and gone to church to get ready for the service quite mm. early. So he didn't want to miss us opening our main presents. So we always had a stocking, like I said, a stocking, and we'd be able to go into bed with mum and dad and we'd open our stocking. And then dad would go mm-hmm. and then and then he'd come back and then we'd have lunch and we then we'd watch the Queen's speech and then we'd have presents. 
and present opening would go on because we never open them all together we open them one at a time oh, so okay. i would have one jane would have one mum would have one dad would have one whoever else granny grandpa whoever else was there would have one we'd go around and that was how and that made the day really long you know so that was great because we and actually you know at the time as children were like oh can we open the but actually now i really appreciate that and <laughs> my poor children have exactly the same and I don't go to church (laughs) but you know but then lots of people said it was mean lots of people said oh you make your children wait until you know when I started Mm -hmm. to do it make your children wait until and I'm like yeah but it for us that's how and that's the thing isn't it it doesn't matter how you do it if you wake up at five o'clock in the morning and open all your presents and that's that's fine that's up to you that's completely your call and if you don't do and you wait until like half four, sometimes mm-hmm. we've not opened our presents yet. Yeah, I found that. But we've still got it to look after. What look forward to, sorry, for like the whole day. I love it. We have opened, we still, we'd still do the stockings in the morning. And the stockings <laughs> are like some sweets, a little, it's like, you know, nothing really. But yeah. But you, what do you do? Uh, well, because. My parents are farmers, um, and so they always had the milking to do in the morning. So I was always allowed to open some of my presents, and then they obviously have all the work to continue of to course, do. Yeah. Um, and so the rule was that oh, I don't think it was even a rule. It was just what happened mm-hmm. is that I had to wait. So um, the guy that works for my parents, um, who's been there since before I was born. Um, they would always go do the farm work and then they'd finish their farm work and then they'd come in, have a cup of coffee and whilst they're having a cup of coffee, I was allowed to open a few more presents. Mm. Then grandparents used to arrive and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'd do presents and then we'd have Christmas lunch mm-hmm. and then I'd just play... Queen's Speech. Queen's Speech. <laughs> um, it changes and evolves, you know, as... Mm. With my, as I got older and I'm an only child, so it was just me mm-hmm. with lots of adults, and so it kind of evolved. And then, obviously, as it's you know, my grandparents have mm-hmm. not been here, then it's kind of changed mm-hmm. and adapted. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, does it? No. But I think the important thing, though, so one of the things that we did when um, they were little, really little, because I was a very much like, well, how are we gonna do? Like, how are we going to get their nap in? And how are we going to... Mm. Because, of course, 12 o'clock for lunch mm-hmm. is too early for Christmas lunch. And we don't quite often sit down till two, maybe even half two sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, and then we have to obviously record the Queen's speech. No, we don't. We watch it while we eat it. Because it's can't be... You have to watch it live. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, Rich is like, no, we can record it. And I'm, no, 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 no. But that's traditions, isn't it? Traditions, exactly. So um, we actually did give them their lunch at 12. They Mm -hmm. had their own Christmas lunch. We sat with them. We had hats and whatever. And, you know, they were like, I don't know, one and a half, two Mm -hmm. or something. And then they went for their nap. And that was actually quite nice Mm -hmm. because it meant that we as adults could then have a meal together without having the children and having to worry. Not, and that sounds mean, but I don't mean that in a mean mm-hmm. way. But just, it's a lot when you've got had them excited, da, 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 and yeah. actually they need a nap then. They also need to eat at yes. their normal times. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Because what 
you know, and we tend to maybe have breakfast slightly later, or we have a bigger breakfast as adults. We yeah. tend, you know, the the younger the children, I would always say, try and keep on their routine as much as you as can. much as you can with their normal meal times and kind of normal food, mm-hmm. because don't expect them on that day to suddenly start trying new stuff. They may, they mm-hmm. may be interested because everyone else is eating it, and that's fine. But also plan that, you know what, if they end up having, I don't know, pasta bolognese, Mm -hmm. it's okay. If Mm -hmm. it means they're going to eat it and they're not going to get, you know, you don't want battles on Christmas Day. No. So make life simple. If you've got something, can you, like you say, if you're eating slightly later and they normally eat at 12 or, you know, around that time, stick with it. Do similar to what you did. Then they go down for their naps. If we start changing up the day even more, mm-hmm. what we tend to find is their body clocks go all out. They then become tired and grumpy and, and don't can't cope with what's going on because it's overstimulating. You very often find, because there's lots of people around, mm-hmm. they actually find it tiring anyway, even yeah. our tiny babies. So in a way, you have kind of a children's routine of the day and you kind of have your adult's version mm-hmm. and that you kind of match them where you can yeah. but also don't expect you know it's also christmas day lunch i don't know about but you tend to sit and everyone chats and it takes a bit longer and some people do three courses mm-hmm. for christmas lunch some people don't obviously and mm-hmm. there's no pressure to that but but we can't suddenly then expect children to sit there for that length no, of time no. and even this is for maybe the older ones they're gonna get bored yeah they've got toys to play with so again it's those expectations is it that you, Are you say to let them, them get down from the table? Yeah, yeah. or maybe they don't want to have the starter, so the adults come and have the starter, and then you call them in for the main, mm-hmm. and then you say that's okay. Or they have their own little table that they can. Yeah, or you know, it's those sorts of things. But we have to kind of think, just because it's Christmas Day, they can't suddenly adapt to that. No, um, because they just not necessarily got those skills yet, no. and so be kind of understanding Mm -hmm. and also when we're super excited and a little bit overwhelmed sometimes our appetite is just not the same that's true and so they might not want to eat in the same way it might be that they are snacking on things but that's the other thing isn't it you've Mm -hmm. potentially got bowls of crisps everywhere and and the little fingers are going in so maybe you have to rethink that as well yeah or you just go you know trying to you know only put that out once they've had something a little bit more filling mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it might be that they have a really kind of picky snacky day mm-hmm. for that day yes and, that, and don't worry about it too yeah much. and just go with it because yeah. actually it's it can be not that they're just you know they want to play with their toys they want to do this mm-hmm. they want and we, they, we spend so much time saying to them, are you going to play with that? <laughs> and then we're like, no, come sit at the table for this yeah, time. And, no, we're going to do this now. And they're like, I just want to play with my toy. Actually, in saying that, one thing about toys, I always, I mean, and this is a like a parent's tip, and I'm sure most parents do this anyway, just set it up the night before or get the batteries out ready. Mm-hmm. Or if oh. you're getting something like an Xbox for an older child... Mm-hmm oh my goodness, make sure you've downloaded those games because mm-hmm. Christmas Day you won't be able to because there's no, there's just going to be everyone trying to do the yeah. same. So anything, it's just like if you've got a toy kitchen, let's say that you've but bought... I would have a, like, 
Christmas Day basket prepped. So it's like batteries of all shapes and sizes. All shapes and sizes. Um, Screwdrivers. Yeah. Because no one can ever find a screwdriver on Christmas Day for some reason. (laughs) Not the ones that fit. Not little tiny weenie ones. No. No. Um, And have things like that. Have um, anything that you can think of. Like chargers and leads and... Mm -hmm. The sort of things that you're going to need mm-hmm. to charge something up or mm-hmm. pre-charge it if you can. And I think that's the hard thing, isn't it? Because like if you have a toy kitchen, it's going to come in a box. So to wrap it is really tricky. But honestly, I would... Because otherwise you're then spending your Christmas day yeah. on the floor with something which always is... You're going to not have something or it's just going to go wrong. Or they look or... at you. They're sat looking yeah. at you. Come on, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Is it ready there? And then you're like, no, now it's lunchtime. So yeah. we just have to put this to one side. And it's like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> this is my toy kitchen and I want to play with it now. now. So, yeah. yeah, have a basket of look at what you've bought mm-hmm. and what do you think you're going to need and how can need. you pre-prepare. Yeah, be yeah. as prepared as possible. Because yeah. it is so it is disappointing. It's batteries, batteries all the way. Yeah, because then you look and you go, oh my God, I didn't get any. Yeah, and, and then, then, then it'll like... be like, oh, I'm sure that's a AAA battery toy. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, that is that kind of battery. And you're yeah. like, yeah, they're the ones we don't have. So just go all yeah, out on your battery line. So that's kind of Christmas Day. Huh? Although, again, bedtime should really try and be the same. Yep, if you can. But that was the time, bedtime Christmas Day, mm. that... I had tears mm-hmm. from my little ones. Oh, I thought you meant you then. I mean, no, actually, by that time, I'm like, give me a drab Buey now. I need to sit and just put my feet up. No, but yeah, from my, well, mm-hmm. particularly from Amy, mm-hmm. because it was finished. Yeah. Well, what's it now? It was so sad. I mean, she literally, even now, when stuff's over, like her birthday or something, she gets really upset. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? Because what is there then? Well, one thing I would say is children can get a lot of stuff. Yeah. They can get a lot of presents. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, aunts, uncles, grandparents, Mm. you know, for some children, it's not the case for everyone, but for a lot of children, there are a lot of toys. Mm. Um, And one thing I would consider doing, and again, this may feel Mm. cruel, but if there are presents from people who are not kind of your big presents. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, parents. Great auntie, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So parents, Father of Christmas, whoever, mm-hmm. grandparents, etc. But if they're from aunts and uncles who, you know, don't put them out. Mm-hmm. Wait for them. You can leave them on the, under the tree, but it's like, okay, or kind of put them to one mm-hmm. side. And then over the Christmas week, because we tend to then have lead up to New Year, don't we? Mm-hmm. Spread them out. And it's like, actually, we've got another present. Today you can open this present from our great aunt. Dudley. So you could say at the, in that, that night when we've got tears, well, we have got some other little things. Because it is, to be honest, it is a lot to do with the presents, isn't it? It is. And what yeah. they tend to do is open all the presents and that's the anti-climax. Yes. And that's they, when... That's why my yeah. stretching it out till five o'clock is actually really good. Yeah. And so it's a bit like, oh, it's over. Whereas if you, and it might just be like, I know it's really, but preparing them for that, mm-hmm. is that you know, and if they are upset, it's like going, you know what, I, I really understand that it's 
pretty hard, isn't it? We've been so excited about this day mm. and now it's come to an end. But it's okay because we've got these things happening. Mm. You know, we're going to see such and such. We're going to do this. Mm. Um, but I understand, like, yeah, it's really hard and mm. it makes us feel a bit sad that it's over for another year. Mm. But Can you phone me on Christmas night and say all those things? Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. Um, but I think it is just understanding that we do get disappointed like you absolutely hate the evening of your birthday don't yeah. you you get still really yeah. get really like, sad oh, going to bed yeah because it's, it's over so it's understandable you can understand it because it's really it's exciting and it's yeah. and i think it's actually a normal natural emotion to feel mm-hmm. they just need to understand why they feel it mm-hmm. so i think it's just explaining yeah that to them yeah so is that Christmas done? Yeah, I think the only, if we're talking presents, oh, the yeah. only other thing would be expectations. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. With regards to what oh, yeah, they might goodness. get. That's quite a good thing on the, <laughs> to finish on, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so have you got some examples of things that people have said to you that their children have asked for? Yeah, so we actually share them in our Christmas blog as well. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah, some of them that we've had is that they've asked for a polar bear yeah that's an easy one yeah um some <laughs> magic dust to make teddies come alive oh how cute is that very cute um Not easy to find yeah um <laughs> to swim with sharks okay <laughs> and i think one of the best ones was that they wanted a real life transformer to drop them off at school okay <laughs> that's not necessarily any of those things are no. necessarily doable no so what do you do again it depends on your story and your narrative that you decide on with your children well and which presents come from who yes because you actually do it slightly yes i do my children <laughs> has everyone christmas... worked out that bex has a slightly <laughs> different father... slant on christmas on most things <laughs> father, father christmas is not taking the credit for those really good presents <laughs> <laughs> so father christmas gives a little stocking first thing in the morning which has a few sweets and maybe some pens and mm-hmm. little stickers <laughs> and mummy gives them <laughs> their big toys and whatever so, so how does that work with their writing their list of father christmas well i don't really know it, it seems it to just up. have worked mm-hmm. i mean the, because they always used to write to Father Christmas mm-hmm. and they got letters back. But actually, they didn't, they never really asked for anything that was over. And, and I would just say Father Christmas doesn't, didn't buy those things. I, you know, he can't, he has to give you, because he's got to buy for all the presents all around the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so we have to get those. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it was okay, really. Yeah. Apart from if they ask for a transformer that drops you, I mean, then what do you say? I think you just I can't to, even get that. No, Not and I think me. you have to say, as magic as Father Christmas is, yeah. and as much as we would love for that, because that sounds really cool, which yeah. actually it does. It, does yeah. um, it sounds really cool, but really, it's really not something that we can organise and it's not something father christmas can organise but it's something that we can absolutely think about what would happen if a transformer mm-hmm. took it to school and blah, blah, blah. but it's not something so can we you know we might have to think of some other things mm-hmm. i think the other thing and i think it just being honest and saying you know father christmas might not be able to do that mm-hmm. and so you need to think that that might not be there on christmas morning so we need to think about other things you know and yes. and preempt it 
and it might you know again it depends on what you've decided children do need to know that things cost a lot of money they if do. that's what you're paying and you know things are really expensive yeah yeah and so it's being really careful that you are realistic with your children as well because i know so many parents that feel so much pressure yeah yeah and again as the children get older the presents become a lot more elaborate well and then you don't have so many either and that also is quite tricky you know Mm -hmm. because then it's a bit like there's no massive pile to open and once it's opened that's it yeah and you're i always find that stage where you've moved from kind of it's all the toys yeah to then presents that they can't play with or money or and it's a bit like right that's it yeah and i that, that I, rem- is... I remember that as yeah yeah a child. yeah because you just end up with some stuff that and it was like a uh, bit of makeup and yeah then, and yeah. weirdly bearing in mind i know i'm an adult but i've kind of gone back to is there something that i can have that yeah. i can actually do put together or yeah. do on oh, that's it sorted day? then lego for you for christmas Jeff. You've said it now, and it's all on the podcast. So if I haven't bought anything yet, then I've got one. Okay, arms. great. <laughs> Watch out for our social media accounts when you see my creations. Um, but I think, yeah, it's being realistic and on what can you mm. afford to do, and again, being relatively honest with your children, yeah. you know, and telling them that up front. Children mm-hmm. are very accepting. When they know, yes. it's when they don't know. And you don't want them to think that it's coming mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And the other thing I think pretty much any parents found over the years is that, yeah, so someone asks them, so what have you asked for for Christmas? And they go, oh, yeah, I've asked for a doll's house. Well, this is like, like this is like two days before Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And then yeah. you're like, no, no, where did the doll's house come from? Yeah. You asked for a car garage. Yeah. And it's like, no, I changed my mind. It's like, um... <laughs> I know, it is the worst <laughs> feeling ever. Oh, I did have a... I did know someone whose child would not say what they wanted for Christmas. Right. Absolutely flatly refused to tell anybody. And when questioned, why aren't you telling anyone what you want for Christmas? Do you not know what you want? No, I know what I want, but because Father Christmas is so magic, he will just know. Oh, no. <laughs> and everyone was like, <laughs> What do you do? Don't think he will. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> and so it was, Father Christmas has a lot of people he that he has to think about. A lot. Mm. And sometimes he has to write all of this down and mm. keep a list and his elves have to keep reminding him because mm. we all forget things now and then. So if, if he's only heard what you've said in your mind, mm. he might not have shared that with his elves and he might not know. So it might be a good idea just to write them down <laughs> or share them with someone else so that, that someone else could maybe remind Father Christmas too. Um, it took a lot of convincing. Flipping egg. But got there in the end. But it was hilarious. It was just the way it was like, mm-mm. But that is true, isn't it? Because actually that whole... Um, sometimes they have changed their minds. And then they open them and they go, oh. <laughs> And you're like... <laughs> and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah, wow. But it's, it is... And, and we all remember these things, don't we? We do. And I always remember those TV adverts that made everything look really cool. 
Like, like it actually looked alive. I asked my mum and dad for, I see if my mum listens to this and my dad would be upset. I asked them for one of those ghetto blasters. <laughs> you know the ghetto blasters? You just aged. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, one of those ghetto blasters. And do you know what I got? Like a tape recorder that was like, you know, one of the ones that had like the four buttons and the like, yeah. stop. That's what I got. Did you walk around with it on your shoulder? Honestly, I was absolutely, I was like, that's quite a small box for Ghetto Blaster. I was so disappointed because I'm like, oh, that's great. But of course, you see, with the Ghetto Blaster, you could record the charts. Mm-hmm from the like they would mm-hmm. talk to each other whereas with this one you had to put it by the radio <laughs> oh yeah i've aged myself i was oh. about to say we probably lost a few probably we've lost a few they're, they're people. probably like what are they what talking, is she talking about? <laughs> but i think yeah. it is you know tv adverts make things like you know i remember barbies that looked like they actually swam through stuff and yeah. i remember dolls that actually looked like they did more than they actually and then did. they'd come and you're like is that oh. it? Yeah. But it was very clever marketing. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. obviously we bought it. Yeah. But there's an element of slight disappointment mm. between what you see on TV. The Barbie horse is quite Yeah, and I've sat with so many children over the years and either gone through the Argos catalogue. Oh, yeah, of course. But Argos don't do a catalogue anymore, I don't think. Oh. They've stopped. So that's kind of that tradition gone. But um, they sit and watch TV and they're like, I want that. I want that for Christmas. Yeah. Can I have that one for Christmas? And you're like, well, you've just asked for all of the toys on all of the adverts. Yep. <laughs> it's like, well, no. <laughs> you yeah. have to choose something. But it's like, they're seeing it. It's so like, yeah, much. I want it. I want it. It's a lot. So, yeah. yeah. It's a fun time. It is. And we it's love it. It's And, and it, I think it's about not putting too much pressure on yourself, not having too high expectations. And actually, what you get then will be... Just perfect. En- yeah, just, just enjoy, enjoy it. it and see it as a day that's you know something as a hopefully as a family if that you know mm-hmm. and that don't think that you have to have like the table runners no. and the all the matching wrapping paper and bows no. and that it all has to look and that there's balloon arches and no. all those you things. Don't you don't have to do it for Instagram. Do you? you don't. You do no. it for you and actually. No. If you do your thing, what works for you and your family, mm-hmm. then it tends be to perfect. be perfect. Yeah. yeah, and there will be good years, <clears throat> and there'll be years that you might go, "Whew, that didn't mm-hmm. go quite." So-. No. Like the Christmas that our cooker just stopped working. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, but that was very fun. stressful, yeah. but it happens. It does, and it was a bit like. But you right, remember it now. Yeah, and we were a bit like, right, we're just gonna have to get some ready meals out of the freezer and oh. stick them in the microwave. Well, yeah. that would have been hilarious. Yeah. It did come back on, but yeah, it would have been hilarious. Yeah, and we would have remembered it, and we'd have worked through it, and it was no, it wasn't a major disaster. But yeah. so, hope everyone has a well, very happy Christmas. Oh my goodness, Christmas. Yeah. So, Big thing, but have fun and enjoy. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening. If there's something you'd like us to talk about, we'd love you to get in touch and let us know. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bespoke Family or head to our website. The links are in our show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode and please give us a rating or review if you like what you hear. We're Bex and Claire, and we'll be back soon with another episode of Newborn to Team and everything in between. See you then.